back to the Pinstripe Podcast. Scotty, I feel like I haven't seen you in years on here. Oh, on here. On here. On here, no, it's been a while. We just, we just, we're both a little busy for a little bit, but that's fine. That's fine. We are back now. Talk about just the most fun thing to talk about, right? Oh, yeah. Um, I mean... I don't know about you, Scotty, but I personally did not go into this series against the Braves with a whole lot of confidence. Is I that just, wrong? Yeah, no, I just put it, uh, expectations were low. Yeah, oh, someone just buzzed our apartment. We're all in here. Um, weird. Anyway, um... But it, it it's it's amazing how our expectations were low... And we were still hurt. <laughs> like, I really, I did not expect to honestly win any games against the Braves. I didn't. But to then still feel the feelings of losing to the Braves, tough. Yeah. Um, you know, Luis Severino, honestly, did he do good? No. Not at all. I expected him to do even worse. But he didn't. Which was a nice surprise. Yeah. Um. I mean, were there any takeaways from that series at all? Um, IKF is our only source of offense. Yeah. Um, that's about it. Uh, Actually, I do have like <clears throat> it's a takeaway, but not a takeaway at the same time. Um, the Yes broadcast kept talking about how good of a team and how well-built the Braves were. And I just think that that's very interesting to hear from the booth, whom are employed by Yes, who is owned by the Yankees, which means they're owned by Steinbrenner and they are paid by Steinbrenner, for them to outwardly communicate so pretty much blatantly how much better the Braves were built and and how complimentary they were to the Braves and their construction and to not be anywhere close to being able to be like, like the Yankees, like the Yankees. Like they could not, and I mean, listen, I compliment the Braves all the time too. They couldn't say enough good things about the Braves. Well, my thing about that is I actually like that. I think that's a great a great kind of freedom to have. I mean, this is goes right with, you know, what happened the other week with this Baltimore Orioles mm-hmm. commentator. If you aren't able to go and whether it is something negative about your team or something positive about the other team, having that, that true freedom of being able to be the commentator you are, there is nowhere anywhere that you can go and really compare the Braves to the Yankees right now. No. And you know, there's nothing that you can say. Like, you got to be able to bring attention to what the rate, what the Braves are doing, mm-hmm. and and I think it's almost a good thing of them going and being able to say that as almost maybe a subtle nod to how the Yankees are right now. But going and not directly comparing, I think is you know it. <laughs> it's probably their their little way of getting around it, um, and kind of nudging. 
it it's funny right because as a as someone who likes the Braves right I was like god it's a tough weekend but I guess that is true like it it's 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 fair that they're not even trying to compare and pretty much tell a lie that oh we're right there oh we're so close like that was nobody would believe that and that would be just very 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 bad journalism yeah um i mean scotty and i talked before we started we don't want to sit here and beat a dead horse to the ground um but the yankees have dropped under 500 Ugh. i'm just like remembering last august where i'm pretty sure last august we lost like six games in total and then we slumped a little bit in September, but August was like night and day. If you listen to our episode this time last year and our episode right now, it's totally two completely different organizations, it feels like. Um, but unless you have anything else, I don't I don't want to sit here and be a Yankee podcast today. I don't. Yeah. The only other piece that I do have that's not related to the current Yankees, it's related to a good performing baseball team, is that Derek Jeter and the entire core four are set to headline the Yankees Old Timers Day on September 9th to commemorate the 25th anniversary of the 98 World Series. I think that's the math. Um, If you will allow me, I'm just going to read the uh, current lineup or those attending old timers day really quick like i said Derek jeter mariano rivera joe torrey ron gidry chino martinez paul o'neill andy pettit jorge posada willie randolph aaron boone <laughs> sorry bucky den hideki natsui david Cohn, john flaherty jeff nelson jesse bar uh, barfield brian bradley scott pursuis i always pronounce his wrong his name wrong jim brewski mike buddy homer bush brian doyle Todd Erdos, Mike Figa, Figa, that just sounds incorrect. Uh, Charlie Hayes, Orlando El Duque Hernandez, Mike Jerzembic, Grammy Lloyd, Ramiro Mendoza, Gene Monahan, Tim Raines, Mickey Rivers, Luis Soho, Shane Spencer, Mike Stanton, not to be confused with the current Mike Stanton on the team, aka John Carlo. Daryl Strawberry, Jay Tessmer, David Wells, and Roy White. Um, I mean, it's cool that, um, I mean, Derek Jeter, he said it this year, right? At When did he give that speech? Opening day? I don't remember. But you know what I'm talking about. He was like, oh, you're going to be seeing more of me. Yeah. Um, it's fun to see that he's attending this. Now, there's quite a bit of non-Yankee baseball news to cover. The only one okay, that is not the big one that I have. Can I? Can I oh, oh, about my slightly Yankee? Oh my god! Yes. Oh my god! I'm sorry. I totally brain farted. Scotty oh wants to talk about Somerset. Yeah. Well, I don't want to. Like, <clears throat> sorry. <clears throat> I want to talk about Somerset, our minor league affiliate, but also our affiliates as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um. So we always speak about how we have, you know, we have a bad farm system. Technically, we really do. We don't have a ton of prospects. We went over it last week. We have three top prospect or 
three top 100 prospects. I don't think, did we speak about this? I don't think so. It came out I Friday, wasn't here I last week. No, but I think it came out the day after. Um, oh. I don't think I spoke about top prospects of uh, how they were renewed. Um, and it went around and changed. Um, the top 100 prospects came uh, came out again. And so did each team's top 30. Mm-hmm. Um, this is from MLB P- uh, Pipeline. And number one stays the same. Jackson Holiday. Um, another thing that I had almost. Uh, There's another one. There's another one, but the one that the one that I had non-Yankee related is Jackson Holiday. Um, he had his third five-hit game of the season in Double A. The other one is the top U.S. high school prospect right now. He's like 17. I showed Scotty and I saw a video of him hitting BP the other day. So natural. Such a beautiful swing. But like this is this kid is this kid is 19 in double yeah. A and is slashing 386, 449, and 600. I saw something that it was like the holidays just have like a farm pumping out top prospects. The worst part is like this kid is 19 doing that at double A. Mm-hmm. And they're already a team that has Gunnar Henderson. They're Henderson. a team that's running out of positions to need in the middle of the infield. Yeah. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, that's that's the thing that you like. That's a, and I mean, I know we're gonna get to it about the Yankees' talent having like this ma- the, all these shortstops, but not really having the talent to have to use them. When you have talent on talent on talent stacked up on top of each other, what do you do with it? Yeah. Um. Okay. This is my computer's being really stupid. Um, it's okay. And so it's not actually loading to find all. 30 prospects because I'd love to see them are all one on top 100 prospects. Um, we hold the 89, 90, and 91 spot. Is 89 time? What can you go over who they are? Sorry, I will get there once I get to our top 30 by team. Um, oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, well, I know Jason, sorry, just off of my brain, Jason Dominguez is no longer number one, correct? He is no longer number one. It is, um, Spencer Jones. Spencer Jones. The Aaron Judge 2.0. Yes, the 6'7 outfielder we got from Vanderbilt last year is now our number one prospect. thing that I'm a little surprised about is he is, I think, 22 or 23 and in single A still. Sounds but, at the same, but at the same time, well, with him being that old and single A still, it's interesting to see that he's still he can be our number one overall. Yeah. Um, that that's they, more, see, that's more that they see surprise. that much of a ceiling within him. Yeah. Yeah. So he's 22 right now and is in high A and he's expected in 2025. But I guess the whole thing about it is he's an outfielder at uh, high A at 22, at 22. Jason Dominguez in Somerset at, tw- uh, at 20 years old is our number two. And then Everson, per- I can never say his damn name. Pereira? Pereira? Per- I, I think it's Pereira. Pereira. But the eye always gets me. Yeah. I just ignore um, it and hope it's correct. I also don't know if I've ever actually heard anyone say it out loud. So I could just be very confidently saying it wrong. I think, no, I think I heard somebody say it the other day. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Spencer Jones at 6'6, 225, lefty, lefty um, for the outfield. Uh, and then uh, Pereira is our three. Chase Hampton's at our four, uh, a double leg right handed pitcher. And Drew Thorpey is our number five. And I actually wanted to stop on this for a second. 
he just got called up to double a somerset and had one hell of an outing to start off mm-hmm. he went eight innings pitch two hits zero earned runs zero walks and nine k's what a start from a 22 year old from the right side drew Bring Bolte him up. made a statement and i wouldn't be surprised to see him move quickly Bring him up uh, right George now. Lombard Jr. That uh, we got, uh, I think, in this latest draft um, is our number six prospect still in rookie ball. And Roderick Arias, who we got last year in the international draft at 18 years old, is our number seven. Austin Wells at eight. Trey Sweeney at nine. Uh, and Will Warren rounds out our top 10 at number 10. Um People who I'm really not overly surprised at most of these top 30s. Uh, ben Rice did reach number 20, uh, uh, 23 overall, who's somebody we spoke about a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. who has been darn good. Yonjun Gomez had a very good day, had a very good outing uh, last night, or uh, this is now two nights ago uh, in Somerset. Yeah. I'm going to go over our top 30 and count how many we have in double A right now, because that's going to get to my next point. One, <laughs> okay. two, three, four, five, six. 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. 12 of our top 30 players are currently in Somerset. First of all, that is an insane number. Yeah. And second of all, we can't, we have a problem as the Yankee organization to build talent at the major league level, but our teams in the minor league level are damn good and good. They, Somerset, sorry, not to cut you off. I believe they've won or at least gone to the championship of their division the last two years. And I believe Scranton is just as successful. And so are the two single A teams. I don't understand. Yeah. So I went, I just pulled them all up for triple a Scranton is fifth in the international league East. This is behind Philly, Boston, Tampa Bay, and Miami in double a our Somerset team won both the first half and second half last year, won the first half of the season this year, and is currently leading the second half um, by two games. And their run differential is plus 79. I was going to say, like, they're not even close. Like, ooh. Behind them is the Portland Sea Dogs, the Red Sox Sox. at plus 19. Yeah, like, the... the Patriots are not winning hard games. They are destroying teams. Yeah. Their last 10, they're six and four. They're in a three-game win streak. They're nine and nine at home. Eighteen and nine away. They are better away than they are at home. Yeah. This is a team that has the studs. Drew Thorpe just brought up already making an impact. But also. You have 12. So who is all at AAA? Who are the guys that we have holding those positions that are, you know, supposed to be the next in line for the major league team? Just just random guys that we've had for how long? How many Divi Garcias are sitting down there? In my brain, and I know that that the minors are not just – to help back up the majors, but they are. I understand that there's different developmental talents, whatever. Why 
if you have people that are performing very well at double A, why are they staying at double A? Why are they not taking that next step that gets them? Well, the jump from triple A to the majors is huge. Yes, I understand that. Why are you not getting them just a little bit closer by sending them to triple A? Tell you. All right, now my computer has just basically shifted. Okay, there we go. We've I've got most of it back. Um, to go down, I want to continue down. Hudson Valley's in third in the South Atlantic, which is not bad at all. And our Florida Complex League is at, is in first. It out actually of makes, Philly, Detroit, and Toronto. It actually makes complete sense that the AAA team is in fifth because those are the guys that the Yankees are planning on pulling up to help build their spots that open up when people get hurt. And they're just a bunch of guys. Yeah, the only team that really is um, kind of disappointing right now would be our high A team. Uh, Tampa is in fourth out of six in the Florida State League. Well, that's West. a bunch of fourteen-year-olds playing. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I was saying. That's the only. That's the only one that's really overly disappointing. And I'm really hoping that this would show up. But this is really being terrible right now. My computer is not wanting any of these links to work. <laughs> We're just here falling apart. Yeah. No, it's just. It's just being very, very slow. I guess it makes sense. I I do have a lot of things loaded up. Um, okay, now my computer's going a little faster. So I want to bring up, I want to look at those triple A's that we have on our top 30. Um, one of them is Everson. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Everson makes sense. Austin Wells just got called up to triple A. I actually didn't know that. I forgot he did, about and that. he hit like a 490 something, maybe not 490, but like a ridiculous home run in his yeah. first home run at AAA. Uh, Will Warren is up there. Randy Vasquez has been going between. Makes sense. Clayton Beater. Um, and Edgar Barclay, left-handed pitcher. Couldn't tell you who he was. Actually, never heard of Edgar Barclay. You're um, like, you know, Edgar. Everybody else I have, can say I've heard of unless they're in rookie ball. Um, but, I mean, yeah, that's whatever I said. That's like five or six people in our top 30 that are in the AAA right now. And I guess you could say – And are things, some of them – sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. Are some of them there because Bowers is at the major league level right now and McKinney's at the major league level right now filling these gaps that the Yankees have not been able to fill with actual major league talent? Well, uh, but even that, it's not even like, you know, our loss right now has been, or not loss, but our loss in our prospect list is both Peraza, Cabrera, and Volpe. So those are three who are probably in our top 30 that we lost. Mm -hmm. All, one of them in double A, two of them in triple A. But even beyond that, that's what brought our total to seven triple A players. We're not that quick in bringing. It's not like we're we're quick in bringing people up. No, we're not somebody who's just like, oh, we don't. You know, people don't spend a lot of time in AAA. We like to bring these rookies up. Oh yeah, those fifteen rookie, the seven rookies that I think we've played in the last three years. We let people bake and bake and bake and bake and bake in AAA. Yeah, and then get mad when we can't trade a 25 year old 26 year old the same way that we could have dealt him as a 20 year old 
Yeah. But that's a whole different story. That's the negative part. I like to keep an eye sorry. on the sorry. positive doing part this is a happy good, of happy good news. double A Somerset being an absolute unit. Yeah. Being the Atlanta Braves of double A. <laughs> Fucking brutal. Um, brutal. If we want to go around, I want to, before we get to the big news, I just have a few minor league things. I was going to... You have minor league points or minor minor, points? minor league points, just because. Okay, I was gonna say because that could be a joke. <laughs> um, so the number six overall prospect, um, I think he's actually now number two. I think I just looked. Junior uh, Caminero, um, went and hit a three had a three homer game with his third one going four hundred and seventy two feet. Like, I can't even tell. Like, I can't look at something and be like, oh, that's 470 feet. No, but when you see it, you go, damn, that's far. The, the <laughs> thing is, like, you could tell me, like, oh, you to that, me to that building, 470 feet. And that I would still say, yeah, that's far. Um, Camonero is a Rays prospect. So just goes on with the Rays. Um, yes, and then. The last thing I have minor leagues related is that Ethan Solace, one a name that we haven't really mentioned since, you know, spring training, is the youngest top five prospect in history at 17 years old and 71 days. This kid is equally as insane as Jackson Holiday with yeah. what he is. And, and what he's doing is yeah. absolutely crazy. You just remind he's a quality player. He's not in the top five because he's young. He's not. I wouldn't like to. I like to say like, you can compare him to like how Jason Dominguez was. I think Jason Dominguez was overrated early. This yeah. kid has shown it on the field that he can play at a high as level. a seventeen-year-old. Can you just remind me? He is a Padre. He is a Padre. Yes. God, the thing is that died in my brain. It, yeah, to be able to crack a list like this and not be right top 100 and be number 95, right? To be near the top of the list as a set, right? Scotty, you're older than 17. I'm well older than 17. Okay, you're two years older than 17. Let's chill on the well. Three. Scotty, Scotty turns 20 in like a month and he's already saying he's 20. I'm counting it. All right. That kid's 17 years and 71 days. All right. That's a year. That's 17 <laughs> months. So I can add a month to mine. Um, like seven. Oh my God. It's, it, it's insane. He was a junior in high school. Yeah. And the Yankees are holding on to guys that are like old enough to be like four years into a normal nine to five career in double <laughs> Ah, we so, can get into your thing. <laughs> well, I had one thing before the big thing. Okay, but sticking with the same team, Shane McClanahan will be getting Tommy John surgery, which I feel like Scotty as a baseball fan is sad about. Scotty as a Yankee fan, not sad about. I don't know why I have this, and I might be wrong. I have this thing in my brain that you like like Shane McClanahan as a player. 
he is a very, I mean, you can't doubt him as a pitcher. I'm more of a, I'm going to be honest. It's a tough thing. To say. I'm more of a Shane Bassett fan um, than a McClanahan fan. Um, I just thought Baz would do better uh, early when he first got called up, but Baz has kind of, kind of been between AAA and uh, the majors. I think he's hurt right now. Um, but no, I mean, that's, that's a crushing thing to see. And the most crushing thing is there was um, a podcast. I think they're called the Just Baseball Podcast, something like that. They went over the amount of people. I think there were like five or six high-level pitchers that have gone out because of Tommy John this year. Mm-hmm. This year and last year, you look at DeGrom, you look at McClanahan, um, you look at Liam Hendricks, people like that. There are so many people who have gone down recently because of Tommy John. And it really is a crazy thing to think about of, is it becoming more common now? Are pitchers pushing themselves too far? Is there something else going on? What is it exactly that's in this that, you know, I feel like Tommy John is becoming more of a common thing. And is it that it's becoming more of a common thing or more of a thing that people aren't scared of getting? I think that people aren't scared of getting it because a lot of the time, right? Yes, of course, there are some pitchers that don't return from it. But the amount of pitchers that are returning from it, throwing the ball harder is crazy, right? And and it's become, I mean, I have not looked into all of the medicals of it, but it's become a significantly less risky procedure. It's become one that they can do almost easier now. Um, But I feel like that, and this is coming, this is coming from, right, the Yankee fan, that locks up the AL East for the Orioles, I think. Yeah, I do not doubt it. Um, that 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 would do that, and they've already been. I mean, yeah, it's position. already it's already felt very much like the Orioles' position to lose, but now I feel like their main competition because the Rays have always been pitching. Not that their pitching is completely down the drain, but a big part of it, it is. Yeah, yeah. They lost that. They lost Yarborough. They lost. They've lost a few good pitchers. Um, really, just throughout the year. And they have lost their shortstop. There, well, do you have any other baseball news to talk about? Is there has there literally I, been any other? I have other news? things, but I think this is a fun thing to talk about. Fun things, Scotty. Watch yourself. Um. So unless you've been living under a rock, um, you would have heard that allegedly. 22 year old correct year old yep past top prospect wander franco 312 million dollar deal all-star this year 312 the first long-term contract from the rays in a very long time how long has he signed for eight 12 years i forget which one it is like i feel like it could be 12 I think it could be 12. Because he's and 20. I really, honestly, I think it might be 15. Or that's, sorry. Um, uh, I mean, uh, like, honestly, I think it's 35 years. <laughs> no, I just think it's 15 years old. I I mean, um, uh, <laughs> allegedly is in a relationship with a 14 year old girl. Um, of course, everything at the current moment is alleged but um 
the he's currently being invested right it's so it started the girl posted like an instagram story with him um and then he was he sat that night and apparently you know kevin cash was like it was a scheduled off day people were like this has nothing to do with that thing that's going on that everyone's talking about on the internet he was like scheduled off day scheduled off day um then he did not travel with the team and Wednesday night, Jeff Passan tweets that Wander Franco is Franco. Franco is is Dave and James. He is Franco. Um, is being investigated by Dominican authorities and a division that focuses on minors slash gender violence and a judge who's a child abuse specialist are handling the case, which is in its early stages. His source was AP News. Scotty, do you understand what that means? It being AP News, AP is like, right? It's AP style for all of your like press releases, whatever. It's like the journalism, like gods. They set the rules. They are one of the really only unbiased news sources. And for that to get picked up by AP is cuckoo crazy um there's obviously tons of rumors swirling right there's a rumor from this is from literally bleacher report which probably didn't even hear about the news until this morning um said that an mlb insider reports that persons close to the investigation believe it is very unlikely he plays in the league again Mm. um there's lots and lots of rumors swirling some people being like oh well you looked on her instagram she had a kid but also i heard one thing that said that she wasn't the only 14 year old girl um i i just cannot even begin to unpack this my biggest thing about this is the ap news part that's the biggest thing Everything else, you know, it's everything else is just a word of mouth. It started on Twitter. It started and you're just like, okay, this can be literally anything. Like I can go and say something. I can go and take a screenshot of something and send it on Twitter and, you know, start a whole thing. But once it gets to that, once, you know, you're getting him on the restricted list for this, the MLB is looking into it. You're having the Dominican Republic government or what I authorities that's the government you're getting getting from the country authorities going and looking into it too it is getting real real yeah because i agree it did it started on twitter and right not to take like a really weird turn but right when the kobe bryant passing news broke it was broken by tmz right i don't know if this is just scotty and i being in like media and journalism fields you're like okay not the most trusted source i did not believe the kobe news until i saw it from another news source this starting on twitter and then getting picked up and shared with baseball journalism god jeff passin citing ap news as his source it how can you recover from not that he's ever going to right but even I even feel like if the girl is 18, how does he recover from allegations like that to come back? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
that's there's right so there's the path of he doesn't come back because the allegations are true and he is disgusting and gross and should be in jail forever and ever and ever or there's the other path of that is that you have to go the entire rest of your career with that hanging over your shoulders and it is just i first saw it on twitter and i was like this is a really weird i like the first thing that i saw was like a a tweet like in the middle of a thread making a joke and i was like this is a really weird joke i don't understand like i thought that it was just like wonder franco is so young and then just to watch the whole ball of yarn unravel was just chilling and disgusting and i hope that he gets even worse than the trevor bauer treatment right because trevor bauer is still fine not fine but like is playing baseball somewhere i hope that with this there is a way like i feel like Again, Scotty, we don't know contracts very well, but I feel like there should be a loophole in contracts that if you do something like this, you do not get your money. Well, they can. That's the whole thing. He's on their restricted list. With him being on their restricted list right now, he's unpaid. So if he... So it's, it's really... it's Sorry. It's the organization's choice to pay or not. Okay. <clears throat> so so right now, he's, probably, he's definitely not getting paid. So, so. Yeah. if he is suspended from the league whatever happened i don't even know what the next steps are after this the biggest and the biggest thing is is, is it's exactly what you said i think no matter the outcome right now i don't i would like to say right now there's not much but if any more information comes out no matter the outcome you're looking at a trevor bauer situation at least where (laughs) the team will drop him, the mlb won't pick him up no matter what the thing, I think this may be a little different because of how it was broken. And rather than it being, you know, one woman coming out and being like, hey, this and happened being to a me. Lawsuit. Yeah, with this just kind of being something that's created on Twitter. And I guess you could say the second person that came out would kind of make it a little more real. But still with the idea of like, this is just something that they're investigating based off of posts on social media it may be a little different, but I still think that no matter the outcome, this will jeopardize the, his career. Yeah, I mean, it and also- then of course, if it gets sorry, if it gets you know worse there, then that's not a career jeopardizing. That's beyond that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. yeah. Deserved. <laughs> because I think that the one right, and it, it's funny. I feel like every time we talk about Bauer, we always say it's the last time we're going to talk about Bauer, but it's never going to be the last time. Um, is that with him, it really set a precedent of the importance of the Players Association as well um, because they voted for him to not be allowed to play baseball again. That's mm-hmm. huge, right? So that, I think, over all of the diversity and gender empowerment that major league baseball tries to and fails to push that vote in itself was at least personally for me as a woman felt 
very supported by the Players Association. And I, you know, that one I think was pretty much unanimous that he shouldn't be able to play. This one, I feel like they won't even have to fucking vote. They're just going to look at them and they'll be like, get him out. Um, It's just... It's just not something that you ever think would happen. Or if it's going to happen, it's like some random fucking idiot on like the Royals. And you're like losing a losing dead weight. But here. Are you good? Yeah. No, you're good. Yeah. But like to have one of the. Right. So he. The images of the game. Yeah. He came up in the summer that I was at Somerset. So two years ago. Because he graduated as top prospect and Rutschman became number one. Mm. And it's it's. I, I mean, I know that this probably is not related but remember earlier this year right around the all-star oh god scotty's never signing any contract oh my god never again oh my god never again you're never signing anyone never again more years this front office is looking at whatever fucking idiot like convince them of this and they're like pack your fucking bags and go biggest issue with the Rays is that they wouldn't sign anybody long term and the one motherfucker they signed long term but okay call me fucking crazy um call me a little bit of an over and then the guy they're like they're like the guy who, who told him to sign like pack your shit and he's sitting there how the fuck would i know okay how? no no that's my that's what i was gonna say how do you not do so much fucking research on these people and you're like hi i'm about to sign you for like the rest of your fucking life so that you you your kids and your kids kids never have to do anything could you let me know if you're like choosing to do anything criminal and then be like um so i kind of have this thing yeah now now they have now that now they have a new checklist it is so the normal list was like, oh, are you married? Do you have kids? Live in state? Live out of state? Any like criminal history? Did you are tell you me that married? you're not going to hit? Is she over 18? <laughs> is she over 18? I need you to, one, <laughs> promise to not hit your significant other. And number two, please certify that your significant other can vote. <laughs> that they actually, I don't know what vote could vote in the United States if here. I'm not going to make you marry an American yeah. citizen. I yeah. just need them. If they live here, could they vote? Are they are they legal? Period. Any country. <laughs> you're you're wrong. <laughs> you gotta start and the bar really low here. He didn't think I need to specify that, but like, will you not hit her? Your partner actually, will you not hit your partner? Is your partner legally an adult? That's all. That's all I want to know. And it's you know but you're right the Rays are never ever 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 going to sign a contract not more than three years (laughs) if that 
Uh, Shane uh, McClanahan is going to be like, dog, you have gotten me since college. Oh my God. I have been the best fucking prospect. Like, I have not done anything. I've never gotten a speeding ticket. And they're like, he's like, I walk to and from work. I live at home with alone. nobody else. <laughs> I don't speak to anybody. <laughs> and then you'd be like, mm, too risky. Um, but it's terrible and disgusting and horrible, and I can't yeah. believe that's real. Anyway, Scotty, you made it seem like you had um other. Yeah, I have I have a good amount of other things. Um, let's start. It's going the opposite direction. Oh it's God! Old. Oh God! Um, Felix Hernandez was thrown in in. Mariners history. Get it? Because King Felix makes sense. Haha. Nice. Um, and it's just a really cool thing. They had a whole presentation for him. He walked in from the outfield. Really just a dope, dope system. Um, and I mean, it's great to see him go down history, retire his number, all that. Um, and he came out with the same energy, and, and the people loved him. Um, especially because, you know, that was. The, the last time that the Mariners peaked and then they sank and now they're peaking again. And so it's good to have all, all the fans kind of like remember what he used to do. And they had a really cool throne for him and everything. Um, so, you know, great for, for Felix Hernandez, great for the Mariners. Along with that, um, it was announced that Luis Gonzalez and Randy Johnson's will be the first players inducted into the Diamondbacks Hall of Fame next year. Again, two incredibly deserving people. Um, really interesting, the Diamondbacks first um, retired players. Um, but yeah, they both are insane. Uh, do you think Randy Johnson's going to be the photographer as well? God, I hope so. <laughs> God, I hope so. I love every single year when people realize that Randy Johnson is an NFL photographer. Yeah. Like, the hell? I can't imagine people who don't know him to see him on an NFL field be like, who's that? fucking giant over there (laughs) he needs two freaking monopods on top (laughs) um along with that um i'm fernando um valenzuela also is getting inducted his his number retired by the dodgers um everybody yeah um, but yeah, that's that's really the top three, um, or I guess four people who are you know getting their numbers retired and really making a statement around, um, sticking on the West, I guess you could say. Um, you Darvish is the has sorry set the record now for most strikeouts by a Japanese born pitcher. I completely forgot about the Padres as a baseball team. I'm not going to lie. They've been very, very disappointing. Like, um, But I mean, look, what you Darvish has done, I know, you know what you Darvish has done for the name of Japanese-born players in the MLB yeah. across his entire career is something monumental. Yeah. He's been around. He's been to so many different teams, but he has made an impact. And I think people forget about you Darvish, especially recently. Because he hasn't mm-hmm. been number one, but what he has done throughout his career is oh my god, less of spectacular. Yeah, a hundred percent. 
because he's gone through all-star years in Texas. He's gone, you know, he was in LA for a little bit. He's in yep. San Diego now. He's been kind of all around a little bit, but he's really been something else and has been a consistently solid pitcher, if not better, throughout his entire career. Um, To stick with pitching, another person I want to talk about is Mr. George Kirby. He went and threw a complete game shutout. So, of course, nine innings, three hits, zero walks, zero runs scored, and seven Ks. So, George Kirby, if you haven't been paying attention, is very fucking good. Um, This is his second year. He is in his second full year. He was sixth in rookie of the year last year, throwing a three uh, a 3.39 ERA through 130 innings pitched. He is at two less games than he played last year. He's at 14 and two-thirds more innings pitched, four less hits giving up, given up, one more earned run, two more home runs. He has eight less walks, two less strikeouts, Less one less hit by pitch, three less wild pitches. He only has one wild pitch on the year. He has a league leading 1.002 whip and a league leading 0.9 walks per nine. What's that like? Second year. What's that like? Is insane. And I mean, this of course goes with an entire team of. Seattle Mariners pitchers who are yeah. crazy freaking good and crazy freaking young. It's all of them. All of them are crazy this year. And even the ones who aren't doing as good, I will point out, you know, you have your Bryce Miller, who is at a 4.04 ERA. He's their third, or sorry, their fourth best ERA. And that's insane. Hey, Brian Wu is on the 15-day you had Emerson Hancock just get called up, who had like a 10 strikeout to walk ratio or strikeout per nine um, in the minors. You have a, a insane group between Castillo throwing a 3-2-3 uh, three, three RA. As we just said, Curry with a 3-1-1. Logan Gilbert with a 3.8. Uh, it is a group of young pitchers who are crazy, crazy good. Luis Castillo at age 30 is the oldest. The next oldest is Logan Gilbert at 26. What's that like? Their highest whip is Brian Wu, who, again, has 11 games played at a 1.236. All of the other pitchers have a 1.0 blank whip. Apparently, the Orioles have not ruled out calling up holiday in 2023 i wouldn't be surprised that kid has been absolutely raking sorry it it just came out no that may bring him up for september call-ups get him up there get him some reps doesn't matter you don't call him up permanently call him up for september if you need him call him up for september you can put him down in october you can call him back up in spring training and then decide if he goes to triple a or starts with you I don't think you need to rush to have him be in the lineup, but I don't think it hurts with how he's hitting at double-A to bring him to the majors. But yeah. It definitely does not. Um, But yeah, the Mariners, if I could just have like an ounce of that, just a sliver. 
never mind the rest of their team you know yeah never like i gotta i gotta tweet this morning um j-rod had nine hits in the last 24 hours yeah and that goes along i don't think glaber torres has had nine hits in the last nine games yeah that yeah that in those nine hits in the last 24 hours who you guys went five for five today with a home run and nine total bases along with five rbis this team is something else, and it just sucks that they're in the same um, same division as the Astros. Yeah, <laughs> and honestly, the Rangers this year, like it's they're in an extremely tough division, and they're also honestly not playing to the level that they can be. They're being a little disappointing this year. Um, they picked it up a little bit, but at the same time. It's not just that they're a damn good team; is that they're a damn young team. They're yeah, almost so it'll long on their starting roster at thirty-two years old. So it'll last. Yeah, um, it's yeah. This is a team that you know. Apparently, their DH right now is Mike Ford. Um, Hell yeah! <laughs> um, Pride of Princeton. <laughs> the final thing I have about the Seattle Mariners alone is. Luke Raleigh, Rayleigh, it's Rayleigh. Luke Rayleigh. Dumper? No, that is Cal Raleigh. Cal Raleigh. They're close. They are. Um, but Luke Rayleigh. Oh, sorry. That's for the Rays. I'm completely, I get the colors. I got mixed up. I was going to say, there's no way that there's two rallies. Uh, I, I looked, the colors are too similar there. Um, sorry. I did know that that was Rays too. That's why I said it. I'm like, that doesn't sound to be the Mariners. Anyways, uh, I'll just say it. Anyways, uh, Luke Rayleigh went in, was playing the San Francisco Giants and hit a absolute nuke into Triple's Alley that went off the wall and then off the top of the wall, off the top of the wall. I think it traveled about 200 feet after hitting the wall. Around, after, yeah, not oh, deep. Yeah, yeah went, hit, hit the actual wall and then hit to the center field wall and ended up in center field. Uh, and end up getting an inside the park home run, which was absolutely insane. Bobby um, Witt also hit one. Bobby Witt also hit one. I fastest think... trip around the bases like in a while. I'm I know this year. Bobby Witt is dang fast on a terrible team. Um, <laughs> that is one team where they're also pretty young, but they're not young good. They're just young. The Royals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I think um, Guriel, um. Louis Gurriel Jr. for the like Diamondbacks went and was going for an inside the park home run and got thrown out at home. Dang. Um, so it would have been three, which would have been crazy. Yeah. Um, oh, this is really what I want to talk about because I found one here. Um, Marcus Stroman, to go back to what we said about McClanahan, Marcus Stroman has a right rib cartilage fracture which has How no timeline for return. Fracture cartilage. Yeah. yeah. That's not a bone. You get stabbed by a bat. Um, <laughs> you, get, you get stabbed. <laughs> um, and he was having yeah, a very that, good year. Yes, he is. At, he was having a very good year, and the Cubs are having a very good year. Go along with that is uh, Christopher Morell, his three-run walk-off. First of all, this has been the most exciting. If you guys haven't heard anything that's happened between 
the White Sox and the Cubs this series. It's been super exciting for yeah. no reason. Both teams, like we're looking at two like, both teams are teams. like semi irrelevant. <laughs> um, but so it started off with the first game. Um, Luis Rivera, I think it was. Yeah. Um, went hit a home run, then shushed the Cubs crowd. Um, which is very funny. And then uh, Christopher Morell the next night hits a three-one three-run walk-off bomb, and he's flipping out around the bases. Takes his helmet before he reaches second. Takes his own jersey off. (laughs) He was losing his shit, and it was the funniest thing ever. It was so funny. And it, it's it was probably the most appropriate thing. And, and Morel is, I think, a rookie. I'm pretty sure he I is. Think so he's very young. He's at least young. Yeah, that's it. He may not be. He may be a rookie. He may not be a rookie. He's at least super young. Um, it just is so funny to see him absolutely losing his mind. Um, that's the Cubs team that will reach the playoffs. Yeah. As much as I'll say, not a White Sox team that will. No. No, 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 no. Because no, what no. are they? A bad organization. <laughs> According to Yankee great, I don't even know his fucking name. Uh, uh yeah, hell, I forget his name too. It starts with a K. Yeah, it does, but that's as far as I can get you. Kenan? Kenyon. Kenyon. That was close. Um, my last thing that I have overall uh is just we I should have spoken this earlier. I didn't because I don't feel like he really fits in with what I said earlier. Um, Paul Skeens went and had his first, I think, high A debut. He went one inning, 18 pitches, two strikeouts. Touching 100. He threw on 100. His one strikeout was on a 100-mile-an-hour fastball. Man is? What? Can you give me context of who this man Paul is? Paul Skeens is the six seven Air Force man that went to LSU and was the top pick <sighs> by the Pirates. That's Paul Skeens. Um, Paul Skeen is an absolute unit. Um, and he he's probably getting taller and taller. He is going to be called up soon, and it is he. It you know what the of, you so know what the shot. Pirates do? They make really great pitchers and then get rid of them. And um, they can be really great other places. <laughs> uh, Paul Skeen's he the one strikeout was a hundred mile an hour fastball, and the well. other one was an eighty six mile an hour slider. So, yeah, the guy's damn good. If you haven't heard of him, look at Paul Skeens. Paul Skeens is insane and will make an impact at the high level quickly. Dylan Cruz, also for the Nationals, um, has done a little bit here and there. I think he has his first home run. I think he's in high A. Uh, um, you have a bunch of people um have gone around and done a little bit who have gotten drafted, but. I think Paul Skeens has probably done the most, but you know you can't you can't look over friggin' Jackson Holiday. I think that's that's gonna be the next guy you see um, fully make an impact. We shall keep an eye out on everybody but the Yankees. But make sure you follow the show on whatever you follow it on because I'm gonna pee my pants, so I've got to go. But for Scotty, I am Lexi, and this has been the Pinch Drive Podcast. Bye.